I am Tova Cito. I believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And I believe it's our job to get us there. Every week, I will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tovacito. I'm so happy that you're here today. Um, you know what I was just thinking, Kev? What's is, up? I was about to say, is your speaker on? Oh, yeah. Um, you, know what <laughs> I, you know what I miss about having people in the studio? Everybody dances to that song. That's true. But there's nobody to dance God, to the song. God, when was the last time someone was in here? It's sad. I can't talk about it. It's got to be before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Yeah. I don't think we've... I think at the very beginning we had Janice in yeah, one Maybe, ja but we were like, we were a mm -hmm. little nervous. We did the whole social distance. Like, no. That was right before everything hit the van. Yep. And Janice is back with us today. Hi, Janice. Hi, Toma. <laughs> Hi, Toma. Hey. <laughs> We're so happy you're with us. We're so happy oh, we have Janice. I'm so happy to be here. It's like a vitamin B shot. <laughs> <laughs> right in my ass. <laughs> it works so good. It's more like a tranquilizer for me in the sense that it's calming, not that it puts me to sleep. But yeah, it just makes you feel, feel good. better, yeah. Yeah, Janice always makes you feel better. Oh, that's that's the nicest thing. I'm sure there I could make a list in pretty long list of people who don't feel that way <laughs> it's funny you say that because okay you know our mutual friend stacy oh yeah we were talking yeah. about how much we both love you and then i was telling her how i had to 911 you last week about something and <laughs> i was like you know she's so good for me because i said she'll she's gives me like the best advice i said but it is hard and 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 the best counsel i said but it is hard when you're like calling her because you really need janice to be on your side and then she's like well <laughs> i don't think you're entirely accurate with that i was like dang it who else can i call who else can i call that will be on my side will agree with me yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, no, you want to be like, okay, thanks, Janice, bye-bye. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'll Venmo you later. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. Probably not, though. <laughs> Why do you think I get credit cards from people? <laughs> right? A file. You have a file. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> so uh, we need to say thank you to today's um, sponsor, Maddie Weekly. Um, I sent... Uh, Maddie sent me a text. She's the one, Kevin and Janice, that sent a text that was talking about how she grew up in the youth ministry, and it was so sweet. She talked about how she is, we're part of her weekly routine. Oh, yes. And yeah, yeah, of course. I, I think I sent it last week. Yeah, we're all um, part yeah, of her, yeah, yeah, her crew. Yeah. yeah, she's like, you're, you're, you're a part of my life life you and kevin mm -hmm. and janice it was <laughs> that's really so sweet, sweet. and uh, so she is sponsoring her and her husband are sponsoring this episode of um of the remedy okay so she it's uh, her and her husband her husband's name is hunter so her maiden name is weekly i don't even know her new married name but i just found the text she said uh this is so nice. I remember being in middle school and writing about how cool you were in my journal. <laughs> I Why? think what she wrote, oh she wrote that uh, Tova, Tova, Tova. I remember being in middle school and writing about how cool you were in my journal. I think I wrote be more like Tova. And now as I listen to the remedy three years out of college and newly married, I still find myself saying be more like Tova. Thank you for approaching the hard and the real topics of life and always speaking your truth and honesty. The remedy leaves me motivated, encouraged, and reflective on topics and things I didn't even know I needed to think about. I love it. I love you, Tova. I love Kevin and Janice. And thank you all for being my weekly crew. That's what she called us. 
Oh my gosh, that I, is so cute. I know you. How did she? So how, she's how not even done. She said, I oh. know you don't know that, but you accompany me at least once a week on my morning walks. So therefore, we are a crew. You, me, Janice, and Kevin. I also want you to know I've looked like a complete fool, laughing and crying, walking around the park cities, listening to The Remedy. I don't have a favorite podcast, but I do have a favorite person, and it is you. I love you so much. Thank you for keeping me moving forward and bettering myself. Also, I just Venmoed you. Hunter and I would love to sponsor the next episode. Isn't that adorable? That is very, very lovely. I know. Very flattering. I got it when my uh, Anna PP, Anna Prun was in the car and I, I like got choked up. She's like, what mom, what? And I read it to her. She goes, okay, that is the nicest. That is the nicest text message you could ever get. (laughs) I was like, it's so true. So she's sponsoring this episode and Maddie, we are your crew and we love you. So oh, thank you, thank so you. Sweet. Keep us in the crew. Yeah, keep us in the crew. Yeah. <laughs> I love being part of the crew. I do too. We have fun. We have fun. I just can't wait for COVID to be over so I can see you, Janice. I miss seeing you. I know. I miss seeing everybody. Yeah. It's so random. I did a FaceTime session with a girl this afternoon, and it was like, she goes, when can I come back to your house? I said, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a year from now. I know. When will it be? When I will it know. be? I, I was one of those optimists know. who I was telling Elise, oh, we'll be, this will be wrapped up by the end of the summer easily. Me too. And I thought it would be, I thought we would <laughs> have a know. clear vision of yep. like Me too. moving on by, by the time school started. No, I, I have no idea. I never thought we would be dealing with wondering about whether or not our kids are going to start school. And worrying about what's going to happen in the holidays this year, you know? Oh, I didn't even think about the holidays. Crap. This oh, is the first wow. time. We even be able to have stuff like Halloween. It's Oh, trick-or-treating. one of my favorite holidays. <gasps> trick-or-treating. I didn't even think about that for those kids. I'm sorry. I'm bumming everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know what? It's all going to be okay. Whatever it is. It is. It will. It's all going to be okay. It will. I do believe that, but. You know, I have to say, and we've talked about this before, whatever the twists are, there's a lot of things that have come. That Chick-fil-A smells so good. (laughs) That's mean. (laughs) If it makes you feel better, it's been sitting there for like three hours, so they're really cold. (laughs) He's eating like fried chicken nuggets in front of me. Okay, so wait. So, Kevin, is that that lunch, snack, or dinner? It was um, a snack. Oh. At least was getting Chick-fil-A for lunch. And I said, just get me like three chicken strips for a snack. Um, so this, but I've just been busy, so I didn't get around to eating them. So they've been sitting out for a couple hours. So they're cold, but they're still good. Boy, Kevin's skinny. He forgets to eat. Yeah, he, that is I've true. I've never forgot a meal. <laughs> I have to make oh, myself eat. me neither. <laughs> oh, whoops, I forgot to eat. Ne- said me never. <laughs> I'm making something healthy for dinner, though, tonight, because I had McDonald's yesterday, too. So I got to get it together. You really do. I really hope that. Mary Catherine and Leslie are not listening to Me this. Me too. <laughs> okay, so Janice, I um, I actually thought this might be a good topic uh, because several people that I've been meeting with have been struggling with this lately, and I thought, okay, if, if I have people talking to me about this, then there's probably way more behind those people who are dealing with it who aren't talking to anybody, so maybe we should talk about it, and that is the topic, the subject of loneliness. Yes. Um, are you seeing, are you seeing that in your practice? Yes. And I, I mean, we've always seen it, but it seems to be different. And well, part of the, part of the problem is, I think is that we are, because we're stuck at home, we're not out and about and, And we're not even like, you know, going to North Park or, you know, loneliness is typically the feeling of missing human connection. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've told people before that. So if that the problem is the absence of human connection, then the solution is human connection. So I would say to people, uh, I told a girl who really struggled with it. And I said, just go to North Park 
And even if you don't, you don't have the energy to just walk around, sit on one of the benches, but make sure that you speak to people when they walk by Mm -hmm. and, and try to smile at them because you'll feel some connection. And we are not doing any of that because we're not going, well, I'm not, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to restaurants. I mean, if Tom and I are going to eat out, we pick up food and bring it home and, and, you know, so, and even, even if you are in the house, let's say with you, Toba, with your kids or, or Kevin with your wife or me with Tom, you know, I'm not hanging out. I mean, I've got a group of girlfriends and, you know, we would go to dinner once a month and, you yeah. know, and so you're not really doing much of that either. And you're yeah. not, people are not at least Tom and I aren't, I know a lot of people are, but people aren't traveling. And so, so even if you do have someone in your house, you can, there can be a little bit of a loneliness even there because your group has shrunk to maybe one or two people, or you've got your kids and which is great, but that's not going to fulfill you. And and I know that you, I think, I think that a lot of people that are my age are probably experiencing it even more because I think my age group is a little more uh, concerned. Yeah. Not, a little I, more I, cautious. I mean, a little more we're cautious. We're more cautious for sure <laughs> because I think that the, you know, the. You, the it's the smart well, thing to do. Well, and we don't. Well, I think Definitely. it's because you, you feel like, you know, I mean, I'm almost, <laughs> I'll be 68 in September and. And I'm I'm not overweight. I don't have any sort of pre-existing condition. I exercise. I eat well, but still, that this age group, you know, has a higher yeah. risk of the of the virus being more uh, severe. And so, so I think that there's there's huge issue with it with single adults that are from like fifty on up. Yeah. You know, I so agree with that. Um, but I've also, okay, I do want half of that chicken nugget. <laughs> okay. Well, I just took a bite off okay. it, so now I don't know just if that's very healthy. Just take the other end. Just take the other end. It's, it's, if you smelled this, Janice, you wouldn't be able to resist it either. Oh, I know I wouldn't. You don't feel me when they're being cold, but. Is it the spicy chicken? No, it's a regular. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Don't you love Chick-fil-A? Okay, I love you know Chick-fil-A. what I do when I when I'm gonna really splurge, I go to Bubba's and I get a fried chicken breast and a roll and I literally eat that chicken breast and there it's like a buzzard has bit gotten a hold of it. <laughs> because Tom is like, I have never in my life seen anybody clean a bone like that. You're sucking on the bone. I did the same thing over the weekend for my birthday. My dad made me pit barrel ribs. And he said that it looks like a piranha had uh, got a hold of him by the time I was done. And even once all the meat's gone, I basically used it as a spoon just to eat more barbecue sauce. It's gross, but yeah, I do that too. Yeah, there's not, there's not a, there's not a shred of chicken, and there is not, I guarantee you, even the a speck the size of a pepper of crust. <laughs> it, it is something that really needs to be done, like in my closet, all by myself. <laughs> so now y'all know. By the whole world knows. Will you pick it up with your hands? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah she's please. from Lubbock. Yeah. Of course she <laughs> is. You can't suck on that bone with your fork. With a fork? <laughs> no. You're right. Yeah, but... Kevin, come on. You're better than that. <laughs> I definitely will pick it up. But... <laughs> Me too. When my kids. Okay. Well, I got to go now. Yeah. <laughs> when my People kids are... first got here from Africa, whenever they had steak or anything with the bone, they literally. It, I mean, they ate it how you describe it, Janice, but they would be, they would get to the bone and then all of a sudden Anna Bryn would be like, <laughs> she was sucking on it. I'm like, sister, oh, so I think you I got that. it all. I do that with ribs. <laughs> so it's not because she was an orphan? No. 
I do it with ribs. I do it with like buffalo wings. When I get down to the bone, I'll basically just yeah use the the bone as a spoon for more ranch. I'll suck the ranch off it. I don't know how I got us on to this. Should we DoorDash some more fried chicken? Because now I'm really hungry. So. <laughs> Please. Bubba. Okay. Well, now we got to get back to the topic. Okay. You said you said that you have heard and experienced it and talked with people who, especially in the age group of 50, 50 older. Yes. I have to tell you, I've experienced it and heard about it a lot in the 20-somethings. The single, uh, yes. the single 23, 24 to 35 who are living alone and, you know, bars are closed and they used to be on dating apps all the time. And they feel they, I have to say that age group, I know that they've got kind of a bad rap when it comes to like how careful they've been or not been with COVID. But I do know that there are also the very socially conscious aware health conscious aware who are like i don't want to get i don't want to be responsible for getting somebody else sick right and so they right. have been more isolated they may not be totally isolated but you know they're not going to the drake and then going to the tot and then going to you know they're yeah. not they're not doing the things that they've normally done and dating apps have I'm sure taken. I mean, what, how do you meet someone with a mask? You yeah. know? Yeah, well, yeah, you're not, it's not weird. only not seeing your regular people, but no one's meeting anyone new anymore. Either. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. How do you even make a connection with a yeah. mask? Well, on? Even, you can't even think, see what you look like. I think, yeah. I, I think that what they're doing partly with the dating apps is they're doing virtual dates mm. so that people meet and talk, uh, you know, online. Oh, I haven't heard so about that. That's like a, a great FaceTime. idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I the, I haven't even heard of anybody doing that, but that's actually so you can see what they look like. But I've even thought yeah. about it like at the grocery store. Like I miss walking past someone and smiling at them. Like you can't you can't tell if someone's smiling with that damn mask on. Like it, you yeah. you're just we're missing all kinds of simple human connection. Right. And right. that does contribute to people's loneliness. It just does. So Janice, in your experience and with people that you've met with and just your own personal experience, how would you describe the feeling of loneliness? How would, what, what does that feel like, sound like to you? What, uh, well, what does it feel I think like that, to be, to I think feel that lonely? loneliness, I think loneliness is primarily sadness. I think, and that is, so it's going to mm -hmm. feel heavy yeah. and it's, and it's, it's going to, you, most people will feel it in their chest and then they'll feel it in their gut, Yes, you know? And yeah. so I also think that there's a fear associated around it. And yep. I do think that, that some of it for, for single people or, or even the younger generation and it really all ages, if people are looking to meet somebody, if they're try wanting to get into a relationship, then their uh, avenues for doing that are, are really lessened. And so that loneliness and, and what, what a lot of times what people will do is they'll awfulize loneliness in their head rather than, which this is one thing I wanted to talk about, rather than saying, recognizing it and saying, you know, oh, wow, I'm feel. what am I feeling? Because it's going to feel heavy and, and like, kind of like a gnawing pain in your gut, kind of mm -hmm. right below your ribs. Yep. And so, and you can say, oh, that sadness and loneliness. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to give myself the next 15 minutes and I'm just going to be in that spot of heaviness, sadness, and loneliness. And sometimes, and I know I have said this, is I, I used to visualize, you know, some somebody knocking on my door and, and I would, uh, in my mind's eye, I would open the door and I'd be like, oh, hello, loneliness, come on in. Mm. Let me entertain you for a little bit. So mm. I would sit with it and set, set a timer for like 10 minutes and then 
you feel it. If you need to cry, you cry. If you need to write about it, it, then you can do that. You can talk out loud and pretend like loneliness is sitting in a chair across from you. And then after you've had, after your buzzer goes off, then you get up, you know, bid loneliness adieu and mm. loneliness gets up and walks out the door and then you do something, an activity, something. Mm -hmm. And I have, I have a list of several things that I suggest that people do um, to counteract that loneliness. But what a lot of people will do is they'll resist those feelings. And yeah. like I've said before, whatever you resist is going to persist. But if you yep. kind of go into it, then do something to counteract it. It'll help to release that emotion. So good. So would you mind sharing the list of things that after you kind of invite it in, sit with it, and, and then you're like, okay, loneliness, yep. it's time for you to get on out the door. What are some of those things yeah. that you recommend that people do to, to just kind of move past that? Well, one of the things that, uh, that I, is you take yourself on a date hmm. or go on a solo date or, you know, what I, yep. I remember. When, you encouraged right me to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right after my divorce, I, um, on Friday nights and all my kids were in middle school and high school. And so they would go, you know, they'd go out or oh, yeah. go with their friends and stuff. And I would get popcorn and frozen yogurt and sit on my bed and watch a movie and just kind of entertain myself that way. And then I, then I actually would go to a restaurant by myself, which I always used to think I could never do that because it just, <laughs> Just like somebody had written an L on my forehead for a loser, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but then, but that was mm. good. So yeah. you really kind of take yourself on a date or go to the movie. I would go to the movie by myself. And I remember one time Blair, my youngest daughter was like, wait, you go to a movie all by yourself. <laughs> oh my God. That is so embarrassing. Mom. And I said, yeah. And I put a sign on my back that says I'm Blair Haney's mother. <laughs> <laughs> but so anything like that, you know, is, mm -hmm. will, will help you. It's so good. Um, and you know, loneliness is, is really a lot of times loneliness is triggered by a sad memory, you know, and, and, and the brain loves to analyze that. What's mm. wrong with me? I don't have a, a partner. I've yeah. just gotten a divorce or why am I such a loser? No one wants to love me, blah, 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 blah. Then, you know, that, that, then what people will tend to do is sometimes isolate mm -hmm. and it's what you don't want to do because then that's just going to magnify it mm. to yourself. Well, another thing that I love good is, advice. That's really yeah, good it, advice. Good. Another mm -hmm. thing is to attend meetings. There are, you know, uh, there are, I used to go to Al-Anon meetings and I loved it. I mean, now, you know, all of those are, are uh, on FaceTime or on Zoom too, but still you're seeing faces and stuff. And there's a, I think there's a website or there used to be a website, go to meeting, go to meetup.com. I think is what it is. Go to meetup.com. And there are all different sorts of groups that are like, hobbies, um, like meditation groups, mm -hmm. you know, exercise groups. Yep. I mean, you know, going to yoga or to Pilates yep. or yeah, a running club, a biking club, yes. a hiking yes. club. I mean, when my, yes. when my brother was getting divorced and he was like, he moved and you know, everything about his life changed. He was like, how do you meet people? I said, you know, he's in great shape. I was like, he he used to do triathlons and I was like, get your bike, join a biking club, join a running club. Like it's do all that. I mean, that it is such a and, you know, even the yoga community, which your precious and beautiful daughter Blair is a part of. She's an amazing instructor. That community is so we love each other so much. We have each other's back. We are cheerleaders for each other. And I don't go out with, <clears throat> like, I don't go out with them. They don't know my deepest, darkest secrets. But every single time I show up on my mat, I feel so loved. 
and yes. by all yeah. those people in that room. And it, I love it. I absolutely love it. And it is a connection for me. It's a, sure. it's a blessing for me. And, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I, I so, I so love that simple little advice. Like it, it, it is hard to believe that it really is. And you said it and I, I never thought of it, but lonely, loneliness comes from not feeling connected to hu- other humans. Right. Which is right. such an interesting thing, Janice, because, and I know, well, I don't know if you've ever felt this way, but I've been in a very crowded room and felt very alone. Oh, sure. And sure. so it's not about the number of people. I could be in a room with just you or just Kevin and I would never feel lonely. Right. But right. I could be in a crowded room and feel very, very alone. So it's all about how connected we feel with the people that are in our space. And right. That's very different than being at a, you know, at a, at a big fundraiser where you don't feel connected and you don't have, and, and then you, you're just standing there and you feel really, really, really lonely. Yeah. And that's why a like-minded group is, is really good, you know, mm-hmm. is because like when you go to yoga, you are connected with people that are there because they like it. You wouldn't want me in your yoga class because yoga makes me curse. <laughs> it, it's just, yeah, I can't do it. And, Which is but, so funny because you know, your girls most, are like rock stars. I know, all of them, all of them. It's, it's just crazy. But anyway, but like-minded people, another thing that you can do is volunteer somewhere. Mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. are, you know, again, this is part kind of hard right now because of COVID, but if you can volunteer somewhere outside. Yeah. Dog like, walk, you know, dog walk, do a rescue. Uh-huh. Work at, yeah. Go yeah. walk dogs you know, for a rescue. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you know, but there are things like, you know, Habitat for Humanity. I'm not mm-hmm. exactly sure what they're doing or some of the food banks. Mm-hmm. They need people to help sack groceries and get boxes ready. And, you know, that that's going to help you. That's going to really help loneliness because you're doing something for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So. And good. yeah. Uh, and you kind of mentioned something that is good is uh, to adopt a pet, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, and because animals, if you don't have animals, animals are really comforting, uh, They're really so great. Comforting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And my daughter has a bunch of kittens, Bryn. So if anybody wants a kitten, <laughs> let me know. Okay. Yes. Direct, direct message Janice on Instagram, please. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Janice, I remember, okay, so the loneliness, the, the loneliest that I ever felt. Um, so so when when I was getting divorced, I did not there was there was a period of time I didn't even want to date. That's common. But then there's a time where you kind of want to date, but you know you're not ready to date. And so okay. I I still didn't date for quite a, over a year. Um, and you know, when you're getting divorced and the kids are going to dad's, uh, and you're home alone, it's new because, and it's so different because your whole life you've had, or, or your whole married life, you've had a partner and you've had your kids you know, from the time you've had kids, there's no sharing, there's no, you're going to dad's. I mean, it's just all family all the time. And so this whole idea of like, now they're at dad's, um, and you're home alone. And at first I actually did not mind it so much because I did not want to go out and I really did not want, I didn't want to date. But then when I thought, okay, I could, like I'm starting to get to the point where I want to date, but I feel like I'm still not ready to date. Yeah. I remember just feeling really. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of 20 somethings who aren't dating and, but who, who really want 
to find someone to be truly, you know, to have a really intimate, close relationship with. And you're, you kind of like buy time. And I love, I love what you said, like go on dates with yourself. And I would, you taught me that there were, I can't tell you how many Friday nights I forced myself to go sit and have a meal by myself. And then I would go get a massage at max fee. (laughs) Oh, fabulous. Yes. And then I'd go home, watch a movie, go to bed. And, and you know, you really, that, that was such profound, good advice to me. But I think there's kind of just, so when you're going through a divorce, I think there's like this acceptance that this is what I need to go through right now. But then there's a whole bunch of people who aren't divorced and 30s, 40s, 50s, they've never been married or they've been divorced for a really long time and they're not going out, they're not getting asked out, they're not like, how do you, it's, it's like you have, you give yourself permission to be lonely when you're supposed to be lonely. But then there's like a time where you're like, okay, I'm ready to go out. I'm ready to date. I'm ready to meet people. I'm ready to feel connected. I'm ready for that really close, intimate relationship. And yet it's Friday night and I am home alone. Right. Um, Right. How, how do you counsel people who are experiencing that desire of like wanting that? And then, you know, you're, it feels like you're always watching a a romantic movie when you're in that place. It's like, wherever you go, there's like, everyone's in love and there's happy families and couples everywhere. And, and you can't help, but sit there and think, what is wrong with me? Like, right. How, why am I? lone shark here like well you know how do you help people with that Janice I think you got to get proactive about that and and one of the things that 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 I had to I did practice doing when people would say how are you doing and I'd say fine and they'd say are you dating anybody and if I wasn't I would say no and I said but I want to so if you know of anybody that Mm. you think it could be fun please shoot me a text or give them my name. So I actually would ask for that. And a lot of people will not do it because they, they feel like they shouldn't have to, but you, if you're ready to go out, tell people, tell your friends, tell people that you barely know. I saw a girl the other day in the girl in Eatsies and I said, she's gotten a divorce. And I said, how are you? And she said, Oh, it's been really hard. And I said, are you dating anybody or you had any dates? And she said, no. And I said, well, do you want to? I mean, I kind of had to pull it from her. And she said, yeah. And I said, well, I'll, I'll remember that. So if I run across somebody, I'll make sure and, mm-hmm. and you know, try to get you guys connected <laughs> with one another. So it's good. You, I, I think it's really important to be proactive yes. with it. One time I was in I was in Whole Foods and this guy came up to me and he said, "Well, I noticed you didn't have on a wedding band. Are you single or just mad at him?" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great Wasn't line. A great line, dudes. And write that I, down. I, single guys, I, write that down. That's funny. Or single girls. <laughs> oh, write yes. It down. Hey, yes. Are you single or are you just mad at her? <laughs> I you know, that. And then, I know it was great. And he and I oh, actually, we actually went on a few dates, mm, That's you cute. know, and, and I, you know, I, I gave him my number and then I got his name and I kind of fished it around <laughs> and I ran across some people that knew him and, you know, he didn't appear to be a, you know, serial killer. <laughs> so he didn't have a and, record. <laughs> well, no, I hadn't done, hadn't gotten to that part. <laughs> I have connections. You know, I'm telling you, I have done background checks. I'm like, well, I did. I did one on Tom before I married him. I just told him that not that long ago. He wasn't that happy. <laughs> but but watch, you know, watch watch funny. I used to watch. I, I love the Nutty Professor. I think it's hilarious. So I would watch that, or I would watch Friends. Like yes. you know, those old episodes of Friends are so funny. Or Seinfeld, or 
Go, yes. Now you can go to Netflix and put in stand-up comics and, and you know, really kind of flood your senses yeah. with positivity and humor. Really good. And, yeah, they're, you know, they, um, one of the things, also take a bath, take a really lovely bath and, you know, maybe get things. a glass of wine or something i do think people need to watch out a little bit about how much they drink yeah when they're when they're alone and feeling lonely because alcohol is a depressant so it is only going although it makes you feel better for while you're drinking it but then the next day you're gonna as you're coming off of it all your systems are going to slow down and you will be more depressed yeah typically as a result of that so you do want to um be careful of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with all of that. And I think that I love, I love that grocery store line. That's, (laughs) although now they might take off their mask and, and you might not, you might be a little disappointed. (laughs) I feel like that's more of a female thing though. I don't think guys are likely to take off their rings if they're mad. Is that just me? No, it's because you're a great husband. Yeah, right. People take off their rings all the time. I thought that Kevin. was more okay. I thought no. I wish it wasn't true, but I, I everybody hate to does burst that. your bubble. Yeah, but they're they're typically not going to do it in the grocery store. If well, just yeah, that's that. a good point. Unless, but you know, if you go to some bars or something, there are some restaurants that are known for having married men in them with out their oh, wedding yeah. rings on. Oh yeah, <laughs> no less of a good you line know, though being in the store. I mean, it's so cute. That's a, yeah. It was that's, really good. That's really uh, good. Another thing is one of the things that uh, is kind of cool for people to do is if you have a camera or you like taking or you want go get one and and go out and take photos of things that you love, you know, because even if you are like a baby or mm-hmm. a sunset mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. an animal or, that. you know, because that'll get you out of your own body. Mm-hmm. Once you walk mm-hmm. out your door, your loneliness is going to be magnified. I don't know about fifty percent when you're at your house. Yeah, that's because the walls so true. are so quiet. Kevin, so you, you and I both outside, know that's true. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we've talked yeah. about that. And I love photographing, so that's something that I was. That yeah, I it would enjoy. be awesome. Yeah, right. You know, uh, one of the things that I think is an absolute must is a gratitude journal. Oh, I'm a thousand percent with you on that. Because gratitude will take you out of the loneliness. And even if you have to get really basic and be like, okay, I'm sitting here right now. I'm sitting on my bed in my bedroom and I'm looking at my shoes and I love my shoes. (laughs) And I can get really grateful for that or I can get grateful for you know, the air conditioning when yep. I walk in and it's blazing hot or a cup you know, of coffee, a cup. Yes. of coffee. I, I have, yes. I have been at a place, Janice, where I was like, I'm grateful for tooth, my toothbrush and my toothpaste. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you, we forget like little itty bitty, bitty things. And, and I 1000% believe I started I started keeping a gratitude journal when I was getting divorced and yeah, I rarely miss a day. It now I look forward to it. You still do it every day, every day, five minute journal. It's a five minute gratitude journal. You can get it on Amazon. It's called the five minute journal. It has a white cover with black. What does the five minutes mean? Like you take five minutes. Like for it each only entry? takes, no, it only takes five minutes. So I've, I've talked about this before and I absolutely love it. The, my gratitude yeah. journal has, the first, it says, so at the top, you write the date. It has like a, a nice quote. And then it says three things I'm grateful for. One, two, three lines. Three things that would make today great. One, two, three. So it kind of like sets the tone for the day. Okay, I'm going to do my podcast with Janice. I really want to love on my kids. I need to answer all of my text messages. Like that that that's not uncommon that those are on my thing and then that's cool and then one am for one affirmation and then at the end of the day it's three great things that happened today and one thing that i could have done better 
And because I'm not a real night person, I never do the night journal. I never do the reflection uh-huh. at night. But like tomorrow, I will start with the reflection of today. So three great things that happened today. And I try to think of things that were not planned or not expected. So, yeah. you know, ran into Sarah on my walk and had a great conversation. Uh, dropped off flowers at Amy's house. You know, three great things that happened that were unexpected. And then one thing that I could have done better. Sometimes I don't have something that I could have done better because it was just a good day. But there are times I was like, I, I snapped at Carter when I could have, when I could have had a better tone or, I mean, there's always things. And so, so I start with yesterday and then I, and then I, and it literally, they should call it the three minute journal because it takes no more than three minutes. Yeah. That's awesome. It will really, it will it really changes change you. somebody's mood. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, another it's thing proven. that people can do. Oh yeah. Well, gratitude, it's focusing on something positive and we okay. do. The good news is, is we do have power over our brains. Mm-hmm. We have, we get to practice it. Yep. It's something that it's developing a muscle and we can change those pathways in our brain. And our brain is what creates the feeling. Ooh, feelings yeah. are not facts. They are just feelings. I love when you say that. Oh, it's if you could just walk. It's that creates it. If you could just walk behind me and just keep repeating <laughs> that, it would change my life. Feelings are well, not facts. Feelings are not facts. Feelings are just well, feelings. Neither are thoughts. Yeah. Neither are thoughts. They're thoughts just aren't always facts either. Thoughts and they're you just know? feelings. Yeah, really good. you know, right now too, we there is just a a an abundance of resources of really fan, fascinating TED talks, mm-hmm. like uh, mm-hmm. inspi- inspiring TED talks. You can listen to the remedy. Go back and li- re-listen to all of those. To all one hundred and something <laughs> plus. We have yeah. so many episodes. I uh, know, <laughs> and you know, and like uh, there's just there's just anything that's interesting to you. Yeah. If you have any creative urge, like if you want to paint or right when I got my mm-hmm. divorce, I took a uh, charcoal mm. class at SMU and I, I am a terrible artist and my actually my my teacher and I laughed at my drawing <laughs> but it was really fun and it was just creative it's such you a know? great and, idea I love and that. that'll help you plan a holiday even if you you know I mean right now traveling is really funky but I took my very first trip as a single divorcee I went to Florida by myself and checked into a good hotel and spent three nights there by myself and absolutely I love that Janice loved it and (laughs) I do I do trips by myself quite easily you know so that's that you're going to exercise that muscle of really knowing yourself and honestly and truly I, when I got my divorce, I did not have a clue who I was. Mm. I really didn't. And I got to know me and got to liking me. And, and, you know, and it was, it was a fantastic experience. And when I got to really know me and became very comfortable in my own skin and wasn't trying to you know, get your vote or wasn't mm-hmm, trying to mm-hmm. look like everybody else. I, I really, I, I, I don't get, I don't feel lonely, you know, and yeah. I, and some, you know, so it's not, that is one of the gifts of this yeah. whole COVID thing yeah. is we have the opportunity to really hone our value system and really yeah. get to know yourself. Yeah. And it you is know, so true. Yeah, it, it will really help that because you'll find out things about yourself. Dance around your house. I mean, dance around naked if you want to, <laughs> you know, and I make sure that. nobody's there. <laughs> Maybe put down the shades a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I may want to. I don't know my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, another thing, Janice, that uh, Mary Catherine really encouraged me uh, is to say yes say yes when great suggestion when you would really would rather say no i mean it's so much easier to stay home and if you're Mm -hmm. home and 
you like being home and it sounds exhausting to get out. Like I cannot tell you how many times I have said yes when I wanted to say no. And it's like an exercise class. It's like, I don't want to go do this, but as soon as I'm done, I know how it's going to make me feel. And I have said yes a thousand times when I wanted to say no. And I have to tell you, honestly, there's only been one time, one time it was a wedding. Um, and I did not, I wasn't dating. I did not have, have a date. It was a big, big, big social lighty wedding. And, uh, I was, I think I was already, I, I, yes, I was already divorced and I, but I, I did not want to go. I did not want to go. And I had just, I'd come back from San Francisco. My plane landed around seven. I would have had to, I had to put on like a fancy dress and go to Dallas country club for this swanky wedding and, um, or reception. And I forced myself to put that on. And that's the only time that I, I did not know a soul going into it that I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like I walked in that ballroom with, you know, a thousand people and felt so alone. It was so, so, so scary. But that's the only time out of so many other times that I thought it was going to be bad or I thought it was going to be hard. And I walked in and it wasn't scary and it wasn't hard. And it ended up being such an amazing thing. And whether it was because who I met or who I saw, you know, it, it's just saying yes. It's saying yes when you want to say no. Right. Um, Right. Because it's so easy to isolate. Oh, it's so easy. And that's going to feed on itself. It's going to be kind of like a, yeah. Um, the you know that it overwhelm you. Yeah. And and you just you just have to keep moving and keep going. Yeah, you do. Okay, so Janice, uh, I we're running out of time, but I have a I have a question that I've been thinking about. So we've talked a lot about uh, single people, people who are divorced, all that stuff. But there there are a lot of married people and people who have families and are in relationships who are, can still feel really, really alone. Sure. So what, what would you say, how do you counsel people who, you know, who feel almost like jerks because they are like, okay, I'm married. I have children or, I'm married and I don't have children, but I don't want children. Like everything I'm, I should be content. I should not have this feeling that I'm feeling. And yet they still feel really alone. So not only do they feel alone, but they feel guilty and dumb for lack of a better word that they have this feeling like, how do you, what do you, what do you say to them? Well, I, you know, I, I think that, uh, there are, well, first of all, if you're married and you're feeling really lonely in your marriage, there's probably something that's not quite right in your marriage. Can and you, can I interject really quick? Can you sure. be happily married and still feel alone? Well, I, I don't think so. However, can I ask? You yeah, may be, yeah. You may, ask. Be, you I, may I, be depressed. Yeah, that's right. I think you absolutely can in the sense that if your significant other or your spouse rather is super upset and thinks that this is never going to go away and all this stuff going on, you're saying, of course it is. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to go back to normal. Everything's great. But in your head, you're like, shit, I don't know. I, I'm just making this up to, you know, to comfort my wife or whatever. But in the back of your mind, it can feel like you're alone with that because, you know, you're just trying to... Mm. Come, you know, make someone else feel better, but you can feel alone with your own thoughts, I think, which can cause loneliness because you don't want to project your own fears or worries oh. and things like well, that. Well, I think that's a really good I point. Th- yeah, but I think that if you are feeling lonely in your marriage, 
there's something that that you're not that there's something going on like maybe you're trying to be too protective of not talking about it because you don't want somebody to get down about it. Yes, and you don't or, want them to worry about you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do what? And, and you don't want them to worry about you. Well, well, is, then, then what you're doing with that is you're isolating, and uh, that's what. And you, what you want? I don't want yeah, you yeah, to say. Look, right. I don't want you to worry. Kevin about does me. not like that. Well, <laughs> he's like, wait, he's, damn it, she's right. Probably right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you know how we feel. Yeah. Now you know yeah. how now the you know. now yeah. you know how the clients of Janice feel when she's like, you're like, damn it. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you may be you may be caretaking instead of being, you know, intimacy is about into me you see and into you I see. And so you you want to be vulnerable with your partner and not and and don't try to be too protective. You want to be kind about how you talk about it. But you know, you I, I do think that there are a lot of people who may be feeling lonely, who actually do have a low-grade depression. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm a fan of antidepressants. If I people am too. Need them. For yeah. sure. There's, Absolutely. Uh, there's a natural ashwagandha, A-S-H-W-A-G-H-A-N-D-A. They sell it at Whole Foods, and it's a natural uh, mood elevator, and it's really good for a lot of people. And Really? So, I've never heard of this. What is it? Yeah. It's called Ashwagandha, A-S-H-W-A-G-H-A-N-D-A. Ashwagandha. That's going to be, people are writing, we need to like take a minute because people are going to write that. I've never heard of it. I've only heard of like that green warts or what is it? St. John's Wort? Yeah, St. John's Green Wort. Yeah, that, that <laughs> might that green wart. I don't want any of that. <laughs> Maybe that's why it never that's worked. That's called a frog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever tried that? Have you ever tried the ashwagandha? Yes, yes, I have. And my husband has taken it before. And it makes and, a difference? Um, you like it? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, I do. Uh huh. It actually, it actually really does kind of help. And you're not, you know, you're not. I mean, don't mistake. And I mean, an antidepressant is not going to make you feel high, and it's not going. And you don't want to take too much of an antidepressant to where you where you feel absolutely numbed out. Yeah. Yes. But I guarantee you, Zap depression your... has escalated during all of this. COVID oh yes, stuff it because, has. You know, so don't hesitate to. You know, if you ask your internist to put you on a low dose of an antidepressant, one of the one of the yeah, uh, there is nothing signs, wrong with that. No, and one of the real signs you'll kind of know this is if you're not sleeping. Mm. That's one of the first signs that a lot of people have. You know, with yeah. along with low mood, but but what a lot of times what will, people will get so accustomed to a low mood and they'll spend their whole life with a low grade depression. And you really don't need to yeah. because the medicine will help. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've taken antidepressants. Oh, and, me too. Me and, too. And I, I have, I, I've told that a thousand times on this. And I, I mean, I just think there me is. Me too. Oh, but I feel like with nothing. mine now, I'm getting all the negatives and none of the good. Really? Yeah. I'm still depressed, what? but I, st- I feel like now, right now... Well, maybe um, you should change your medicine. I think I should, because yeah. I feel like I'm getting all the negative benefits, but none of the good that I used to. Oh, well, you should look at... Because there's so many I'm still depressed, good... but it zaps my drive in multiple ways. I don't know. Mm. Wait, less... so you've taken... So, Kevin, you've taken an antidepressant, and you, you, it used to really work, but now it doesn't? Yes. Well, you may, you know, you may want to try, you may want, who, who did a, an MD, I mean, did a psychiatrist? No, 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 regular primary care. Okay, well, you might ask, talk to them about it because they might switch you over. There are some new mm-hmm. um, generation antidepressants, or they may want to just bump you up just a little bit on that because of the, uh, you know, this is, I'm at the there is a real negative <laughs> depressed energy in the world. Let me tell you, I take, I have taken uh, an antidepressant called Trintilex. Yep. Is that the one you said is awesome? Uh, 
Well, it was it worked great for me. I know that different antidepressants work, but one thing that uh, it, it doesn't mess with any of your drives. So it doesn't like mess with your sex drive. It doesn't mess with your like work drive, yeah, exercise yeah, drive. You that, know? I don't like I I took it when I was getting divorced, and it and it didn't make me numb. Like I didn't, I still wanted to feel things, you know, I didn't want to be numb. Sure. And I, I really, really like Trintilex, but the doctor, of course I got it from my OB and he was like, this will, Dr. Bertrand, who was on our, what, on the, our, uh, yeah. Podcast. Yeah, it, but yeah, podcast. <laughs> the remedy. I on was the trying show. to be, yeah, on the show. I was like, that. all the things are coming to my head. Anyway, he oh. he recommended that because he said it won't, I mean, he cares about sex. And I was like, oh, wasn't even having sex. So, I, but he, it was a huge thing. And I read all, so I've read a thousand different things about antidepressants because I was really careful and cautious and worried about what I was putting into my body. Sure. What, what are the side effects going to be? Anyway, Trintilex really helped me and without with very minimal, minimal side effects. I'm pretty open minded to the natural alternative type stuff yeah. too though. Janice, are you familiar with like Kratom or Kava? No, but that doesn't mean anything. Oh, okay. I, I mean I've used yeah. it for mood enhancement. At least it's all natural. At least says help? that I think it does. She says it she thinks it's a total placebo. But in my head, if it works, then yeah. you know, what's even wrong with if it? it's a placebo <laughs> yes. and it works, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. There's yeah. actually a shop right here at Knox Henderson, CBD Kratom, that sells, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sells all I've that seen kind that. of stuff. They sell kava and Kratom. Mm. Well, you know, Janice, it's it's I think one thing that I'd I'd love to end with is I think there's a lot of and I'd love to hear your your thoughts on this, but when it comes to like feeling alone and being lonely, I think that's the, I feel like the people and myself included, whenever I, ha I have felt those things or I've experienced people that I love feel those things or people who I've counseled who feel those things, there seems to be a lot of shame and embarrassment and um, with with loneliness. And yet I would venture to guess that every single person on this planet at some point for some reason has experienced loneliness. We, I can't imagine you escape this life without ever feeling alone, without ever feeling lonely. And yeah, and you know, the, one of the things too that I, I really thought about this earlier and I forgot to mention, and I'm glad you said that because if you have experienced the death of a parent or a mm. cousin or a friend or a child or anything like that, that you just know that loneliness is part of that. Of course it so is. So your sadness is going to be multidimensional. Yeah. yeah. But the loneliness, not having that person energy yeah. is is really going to play out during a lot of that so be aware of that too because then really you can do things like write them a letter you know write the person that has transitioned on a letter and tell them everything you wanted to tell them and then go out and tie it to a balloon and let it in the air or whatever you want to do with it but you know honor that space as well yes yes i just i just don't think that I just don't want people to feel shame and embarrassed on top of feeling lonely. Like it's okay. It's okay to feel alone. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to experience loneliness. And and whether you're in a crowded room or you feel like you have everything and yet you still have this feeling or you've just lost everything and you have this feeling. I just, I, I want to give permission to people to experience and feel loneliness. But I also, I love what you said right when we started, invite it in, ask it to sit down, give it 10 minutes and then, and then get, get going because right. we, you know, when I, um, 
when after I lost Louisa and I just had experienced such extreme uh-huh. loss, I'd you know lost a stillborn, lost Charlie, lost Louisa, and I've just felt so isolated, alone, depressed, all of it. And I've I've shared this story in my book. I've shared it um, on the podcast. You know, when I went to go talk to Mark Craig, who was my pastor at the time, he listened and he was kind and he was thoughtful and asked questions. And then he asked me if I was done talking and I said, yes. And he said, now what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know. That's why I'm here. And then, I mean, and he said to me, and it was a bold thing for him to say, but he said, Tova, God did not create you to sit around and cry about your dead children. And at the time, it that felt like the only thing that I could do was to sit around and cry about my dead children. And I felt justified, right? I mean, right. and I'm right. almost angry that he suggested that I should do anything else. <laughs> but at the end of the day, he was so right. You know, he was so right. God did not create me to sit around and cry about my dead children. And every single one of us has that, has, has like, God did not create you to sit around and lament and cry and be angry and because of fill in the blank. You know, we, we are all victims of life, but in the midst of all, all of the shit that life handles you, we have the choice to create something different. Well, and you know, Toba, when you look, when you think about it, I love that. I love what you said. I mean, because that it's so easy to become so victimized by it that we, that we are rendered almost paralyzed. And, you know, when you think about it, loneliness is sadness and God created us with the capacity to feel that feeling Sure. Because if sure. I, I like being by myself and I, I do too. you know, if I, if I didn't need anybody ever, I'd just be all alone. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so because that loneliness is, is, can be our inspiration for connection Yeah, and deeper, finer, more mature connection yep. as a result of experiencing some of those things. Yes. And that's my point is it's okay to feel those things. We're, we're all justified for lots of different reasons. We all have been handed cards that we did not imagine or want. But at the end of the day, this life is a gift. And, and, and we've all been created. We've all been created to, to create, uh, to be contributors. And, you know, I think about, I, and I, thank God for Mark Craig, because I think about all the things that I have created and not because I'm amazing, but because God's amazing and God in me is amazing in spite of the things that I've been through. But everybody, you you have done the same thing, Janice, with your life. Look at all of the beauty and the help and the, oh, all the things that you have created even though, even though you had a rough go in your first marriage, even though you've dealt with all the things. And I mean, you, if you, if you had stopped and used all of those things as an excuse for why you couldn't move forward, think of all the people who, who would never have been blessed by you. And, oh, that's so sweet. It's so true. And, and so but everybody has that capacity. Everybody has that capacity to keep going and, and find their blessing, find, find their blessing. And so that's just what I would leave with is don't stop, you know, No. invite the loneliness in and then, and then, and then show it to the door. Right. And, and become, become the blessing that God created you to become because you know I've always said there's somebody or something waiting in waiting for you to become the person that God created you to be like there's something hanging on you 
becoming that. I really, I really believe that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, Janice, thank you. Yeah, oh my gosh, you're so welcome. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, we loved it. You, as always, are just the best of the best. And Kevin and I's week will be better because of you, Janice. Already is. What? so true so true all right well have a beautiful week everyone thank you so much for listening and janice we love you kev i love love you too